there's power and there's enlightening enlightenment revelation okay so stay with me all right because i'm only telling you this because i love you all right and because i'm obligated to i'm obligated to the father and when i talk to you remember beloved i'm talking to myself i give you messages that he downloads to me and then i go back and listen to it and i minister too sometimes i don't even remember everything i've said until i go back and listen to it all right i'll say this again how much more of satan attacking you and your family and you do nothing about it can you take you say what do i mean i'm doing nothing what do you mean i'm doing nothing well are you starting your day making declarations, commanding that the enemy stay away from you, your family, loved ones, including your pets? You, know, this, you, you answer this to yourself. Uh, how often do you pray for your family, loved ones, including your pets? How often do you pray for yourself? and what's going on in the world today instead of just going along with the masses complaining and declaring how bad it is prophesying how bad it's going to get oh yes do you know when you talk about when you say oh things are going to get worse than this you are prophesying you are helping the enemy you are helping the evil that's going on yes Beloved, don't you know you are helping the demons and the devil when you don't pray? And when you don't make declarations, make war declarations telling the enemy what he cannot do? Well, you are. You are giving power to whatever or whomever you speak about. Words have power and no word goes out void that's scriptural you are either speaking life or death blessings or you say blessings i say blessings or curses there's nothing in between there's no in between there's no safety zone where you can just hang on or stand or sit on the fence i've told you that Satan owns the fence, didn't I? Have I told you Satan owns the fence? If I didn't, please forgive me. Yes, you have to be on the Father's side. Anything else is with the devil. If you're on the fence, hanging onto the fence, standing or sitting on the fence, you're with the devil. You gotta be with the Father. No compromise. You know, that's what the news is used for, to use you to increase power to all the wicked things they are told to talk about, giving false information as well. You know, even, even when they give hurricanes and storms names, every time you say that name, you're giving it power. We're giving it power. There is power in a name. 
That is why it is so important to know and in faith use your Savior's name. Every, everything you use, you speak, you have to have faith in it for it to have power. And if you believe everything they tell you on the news, you're speaking that in power and you are helping them. So stop, stop that and stop talking about those C words. You, you know, one ends with the number 19. Or at least don't say their names. Stop empowering them. That's all you see. I get messages. That's the whole thing. It's about this, the, the, the viruses, the this, the, the. I mean, sh sure, we want to know things, but that's, I wonder, do they do anything else? Is there anything else on their mind? You can, you have to be careful. Anything can become your God, an idol. Anything. Anything you talk about and think about and focus on all the time becomes an idol to you. Social media is an idol to many people. I have to watch myself. I was doing fine now, but since I had to start dealing with um, with Instagram, I have to be I have to be mindful because if you don't watch it, you'll be watching things for before you know it. Forty minutes has gone by, checking on things. Anything become an idol. He said, put nothing before me and anything and anyone that you're giving more time and attention to, that is an idol. That is competition to the Father. And he says he's, he's jealous on, toward us on that. Because he is our creator. I want to ask you something else. Do you watch the news more than you pray and fast? Do you ever fast? Do you and your children and spouses start the day praying together and end the day praying together? You may say, no, but who does? Well, just about all the Christians in Nigeria do they do that with their family <laughs> yes every night and every day they call it night prayers and morning devotions that is awesome isn't it I wish I had known about that and I had done that with my family to be to be honest I never heard about anybody doing that until I went to Africa to Nigeria And get this, each family member has to take a turn leading devotion or leading prayer, depending on their age, how young they are. But they all must participate by either leading worship, prayer, testimony, reading scripture, or something. You say, how do I know? I know because my family in the faith, my spiritual family and children and grandchildren will be praying with me or talking to me until the family calls for their night prayer 
our morning morning devotion, they'll say, Mama Z, I, I gotta go. It's time for it's time for our morning prayer. Or Grandma, I have to go. It's time for morning devotion or night prayer. Every day. What a wonderful thing to do. We should all be doing that. I am so impressed with that. And my grandchildren in Nigeria, the one they, I mean, believe it or not, I have some, they're in there like 27, 29, 26, 25, 23, 23, and they're still virgins, young men, and they're still virgins. They've never smoked cigarettes. They've never drank alcohol. They've never had drugs because of how they're being raised and what started at home. Their father and mother putting the word in them from the beginning. I am so impressed. It's hard to find any young female virgins nowadays, but to find these young men that are virgins in their 20s, almost 30. And, the, and their sister, the granddaughter was too, up until the, the day she got married. This is so important, beloved. Because the world is telling them, you're, oh, you square, you weak. I mean, it's foolish. They laugh at virgins. They laugh at you if you've never had a drink, if you've never tried drugs. You know, it says in, in Scripture that they will call evil good and good evil. That's what's happening. Beloved family, remember, We've got the power. We've got the power. We've got, we have powerful weapons, weapons here on this earth. But so many are not using them. You say, what weapons are that? You got the blood, the blood of the sacrificial lamb of Yah. That blood that's still activated, still active, sitting on the mercy seat in the third heaven, covering you now. You know, the blood was shed before the foundations of the earth. The sacrificial lamb was slain before the foundations of the earth. The blood was shed before sin had ever been committed, before grace was ever needed. Then there's prayer. We've been talking about prayer here on this prayer. We've got to pray. Now on the other podcast, you've heard what I said, what prayer is. Prayer gives access on earth to heaven, to the host of heaven. Prayer brings heaven to earth. And then we also have the set-apart spirit of Yah called the Holy Spirit. He lives in us. And by that, we have the authority to step on, to trample on serpents and scorpions. And we have authority over all the powers of the enemy. Beloved, 
Not some, but all the powers, because remember, we were given dominion from the beginning. Before he even made man, he said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and give them dominion over the entire earth. Let's read Luke 10, 17 through 20. I'll be reading from NLT. When the 72 disciples returned, they joyfully reported to him, Master, Bible says, Lord, even the demons obey us when we use your name. Ah, name. Yes, he told them. I saw Satan fall from heaven like lightning. Look, I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk among snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. You hear that? I have given you authority over all the power of the enemy, and you can walk amongst snakes and scorpions and crush them. Nothing will injure you. Then in 20, he says, but don't rejoice because evil spirits obey you. Rejoice because your names, here we go, your names are registered in heaven. Hmm. Brothers and sisters, it's time for us to bulk up with the word, with fasting and prayer, and get spiritual warfare muscles. Let the word and prayer be our protein shakes, okay? And fasting. You know, some things won't change, can't change without fasting. Fasting and prayer helps you get rid of doubt. And I want you to never, ever forget where the battlefield is. There's a battle going on. But never, ever forget where the battlefield is. It is your mind. That is the battlefield. It's not outside somewhere. It's in your mind. It's right between your ears. That's where the battlefield is. And the battle is for your mind. The Heavenly Father wants it. The enemy wants it. I can't say this enough to you. Whoever or whomever has your thoughts and your words, which equal, equals your mind, whoever has your mind has you. They have you. So, beloved, who has your mind? Who or what has your mind? Who, whom or what do you think about all the time? What are you talking about? What are you most concerned with? Know this. That is your master. Or they would say that is your God or your ruler or your idol. If it's not the Heavenly Father, if it's not the master, and I, I say this strongly because he wants me to warn his people 
We need to be warned and change our words. Change your words. And when you get up, declare, dictate, this is going to be a good day. This is a good day. Not going to be. be this is a good day. That's what I've started doing. This is a good day. And I started singing, this is a good day. And I thank you, y'all, for it. You know, I don't, I, I dictated and declared today. Whatever, and given whatever happens today, whatever situation, any problem, anything, Father, I'm giving it to you now. I'm laying it down at your feet. I'm giving you authority over it in the name of your beloved son, Salvation, Yahusha, who, who for many years I called Jesus. Don't let the weather dictate how your day is, how you feel when you wake up in the morning. You can't trust those feelings. The devil uses our feelings. Or what someone does or says to you. Don't let that dictate whether it's a good day. It's a good day because Yah made it. This is the day that Yah has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. Because no matter what bad thing happens on that day, there's something great and wonderful. Babies are being born. Miracles are, are, are happening. People blind are receiving their sight. People are getting married. You can't just dictate what goes the whole day to be bad or put it in one little basket and say, this is a bad day. You can't do that. We can't do that. When we wake up, in the morning, that's a good day. We could have died in our sleep. And, beloved, some of us, maybe a lot of us, if we left last night, we wouldn't be ready. <laughs> we may not be in the kingdom of heaven. Okay? Some things we procrastinate on getting right, procrastinate on changing that we know we need to change. Time is running out, beloved. It is time to pray and get results. How do you pray and get results? First of all, you got to believe it, that you've received it once you pray. If you don't believe it, don't expect to receive it. You got to believe the word and know the word. How can you believe it if you don't know it? And I'm not just talking about the words in the, in the scripture. Yes, you need to know that. But you need to hear his word. I sit down with him in that quiet place. And then I wait until when he speaks to me, I write down what he says. I write it down and date it and go back. And, read, and believe me, it helps me in, when I'm going through hard times. And sometimes, that's when you remember, you go back and say, oh, he said he was going to do it. He, he did do it. And you know when he said he was going to do it. He had to let me know. When he said, read my words, I'm not just talking about in the scripture. I'm talking about the words that I've told you, that you write down. This is so important. His word, the gift that he gave us, prayer, and the blood. And walking, staying in 
the spirit so that we will not fulfill the lust of our flesh. Being filled. Make sure you're filled with the spirit. The spirit, you know, there are a lot of people, they have the spirit. They have the set apart Holy Spirit. But the spirit don't have them. You can have the spirit in you, but the spirit doesn't have you because you're still doing your own thing. You know, I like to give this analysis like you take a bottle of water and you drink that bottle of water and I watch you drink it. I know you have that water inside of you. I know you have it, but I can't see it. It's inside of you. There's no evidence. Once you drink it, there's no evidence of the water on the outside of you. But if you were to jump in the pool or if I was to push you in the swimming pool or pour a bucket of water over you, there's evidence. I can see the evidence of that water covering you, of you being covered in the water. That's with, with the spirit. When you're in that pool, the water, it, it covers you, it drenches you, and you relax and float. It will carry you. Yeah. So that's a revelation for some of you. You didn't know that you can have the spirit, but the spirit not have you. Now you know. This was a revelation to me. And don't just pray to be filled, to, to be filled with the Spirit. Pray to be filled to overflowing. Because just you having the Spirit benefits you. But when it overflows, it benefits all those around you. It benefits others. And this is not a solo walk, beloved. We are here not just for ourselves. We are here for others. There's somebody. There are people that each and every one of us were commissioned to and responsible for letting them know about the Savior, about the kingdom. We were assigned, we are assigned to people like people were assigned to us. But the only way we will know who and what, who they are and what to do is being in his presence, finding that secret place in his word, in his presence, to know the heart and the mind of our Heavenly Father. Not just his acts, not just the works of his hands, like Yasharal, whom they call the children of Israel in the scripture. They only knew his acts, the works of his hand. But Musha, called Moses, knew his heart, knew his mind. He knew the thoughts of the Father. And that's what we want. All right, beloved. I don't want to get redundant. But just say, it's time. It's time to muscle up. It's time to prepare. And stop taking Satan attacking you and your family and your loved ones and doing nothing about it. All right? I don't say amen, so I say, so be it. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this powerful message. And I pray for Yaru Kadush, your set-apart spirit, to go and be with each and every one that hears this, this chosen few that's listening, that's slowly but surely growing. And that they will understand this message is for their growth. This message is from you. This message is to empower us. 
to let us know how powerful we are, that you did not leave us powerless. You left us powerful. Right now, we come before you and repent, repenting for all of the things we, we have allowed the devil, the evil one to do. We have allowed in our lives, not you, because you gave us the authority. We, we repent for it right now. And knowing that once we repent, once we repent for it and we mean it, we can, we receive your forgiveness. We are cleansed. We are no longer guilty of that sin. And we can turn and accuse the enemy for false accusations. Oh, Heavenly Father, precious Savior, you have, you set it up. You set us up to win, not to fail. You set us up to have a great future and expect it in. You set us up that if we love you and we are called by your purpose, everything that happens just will be used for the good of us. All things happen for the good of those who love you and are called for your purpose, by your purpose. You set us up, but you set us up to succeed, to win. You did that when you got the victory. <laughs> you got the victory for us. We, you already have the victory and you gave it to us. All we have to do is hold on to it. We're not trying to get the victory. We're coming from a victory. We have the victory. Thanks to you, Yahusha. Salvation, Messiah, who's called Jesus by most. Thank you for giving us the victory. Making us more than conquerors through you who loved us. In your blessed, precious name, salvation, Yahusha Hamashiach the Messiah, who is more famously known as Jesus Christ. But he is the anointed one, the Messiah. Halal Yahuwah. Halal Yahushah. Thank you. So be it. So be it. So be it. The word has been spoken. The word has been heard. It is done. All right, beloved. I truly hope that we have given you some, something to think about, food for thought. Food for thought and something more to think about, really, to really think about it. If this message didn't set well with you the first time you hear, heard it, listen to it again. I guarantee you, it'll be different. You will see and hear what I'm trying to do. My delivery is not going to be perfect. But his spirit in what I'm saying is perfect. All right, beloved. Until we meet again. Yeah, willing, of course, that I live and I'm able to do so. Shalom. Peace be with you. And ping an.
see you next time, beloved.